Welcome back to The Finance Show with Joe. My name is Joseph Dalwood. I'm an economist, I'm a mathematician, I'm a mortgage broker, and I am the founder of It's Simple Finance. It's Simple was brought around to basically make property simple. And today, I have a very special guest who's going to explain all the intricacies of the Strathfield market. His name is Tarun Stethi. He is one of the top performing agents in the Strathfield market for almost 10 years now, would you say? I have been in real estate now for almost 10 years, so, yeah. Tarun, thank you so much for coming on the show. Feels like uh, only yesterday we joined, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, when you're having fun, that's Especially right. Especially yeah. in the property market. So just tell me, what drew you to property initially? Like what made you say, you know what? I'm going to get into this. This is going to be my bread and butter. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, look, I've always had a, a deep passion um, for for real estate and a strong desire also to to serve the community. I think that you know is one of the the added bonuses of you know doing what we do um, best. I think giving back to the community and you know helping achieve uh, people's property goals and and dreams, um, you know, inspires and motivates you to continue pushing um, mm-hmm. forward. I think there's an element of that. Um, but I feel, you know, being being raised in the family I was raised in, I feel property was always something that, you know, people followed religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the dynamic nature of the Strathfield market, it's just such a, a an interesting market to be involved in. You know, I was born, lived and raised in the area my whole life and, yep. and I've worked in the area my whole life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, seeing uh, new new kind of developments and the demographic and the dynamic of the area change, you know, um, it's not how it was 20 or 30 years ago. A lot's changed in the area and I think, you know, um, that's probably a big part to what led me into into being into into real estate. So can you just tell me the dynamics have changed? Uh, explain that to our listeners that aren't too familiar with the Stratford market because I've seen prices shoot up like crazy. There were properties there that I could have bought for, you know, $500,000, $700,000 about 10 years ago. Yep. Now they're going for about 10 times that amount. So just quickly tell us what draws people to Strathfield and why are they so attracted to this market? Um, look, I think it's uh, the, the crown jewel of the inner west is what we like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel what, you know, is – what makes it such a highly sought after and hotly contested market is a probably the central location. You know, when you when you look at Stratford and you you pinpoint it on the map uh, from a, a wide scale Sydney perspective, um, it's it's pretty centrally located and mm-hmm. conveniently positioned. I think you know it's equidistant north, south, east, west. You know, um, the infrastructure, uh, the motorways, the tunnels that have gone in. Um, means that you're only 20 to maybe 25 minutes away from, you know, uh, the north, the south, the east, the west, which is, you know, absolutely phenomenal. Because they've built that exchange there, the new, uh, is it the M4 exchange? The West Connects. That's the one. So to get here, it took me 20 minutes, whereas I used to work in Alexandria probably 10 years ago. Um, and it would take me at the time, I reckon, 35, 40 minutes. So that was a big reason as to when you invited me. I kept asking if uh, 
we were able to do it in my office because I felt like Alexandria was 45 minutes away still. <laughs> and I looked at it on the map today and it said 20 minutes and I nearly fell off my chair. I go, fuck, this is amazing. You realise now that the M8 is so close to, you know, Alexandria. but there's, 20 minutes, I couldn't believe there, it. There's also other things, like you can get to ride very quickly, you can get to the North Shore You can quickly. get to the North Shore, eastern suburbs, you get there in 20, 25 minutes. Yep. Um, western suburbs, you've got the M4 as well. So I think the, the central, you know, location and how how perfectly positioned it is, mm-hmm. is definitely a, a huge selling point. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel a lot of doctors who have their medical centres, you know, out west, north, south, east, mm-hmm. they live in – fun fact, Straffel's actually got the highest average per capita doctors um, in the entire nation, right, okay. as a suburb. So yeah. you wouldn't believe it, but it's, it's very dense from a doctor perspective, right? So there's a lot of doctors in the area. Um, and that's another thing. It attracts affluent people, you mm-hmm. know, whether they're highly educated in their respective industries or, you know, high profile um, in their, their business careers, whatever it might be. Um, it attracts good people. Yeah. I think, you know, high quality people, that's important. Um, but having said that, another major, and this is probably one of the, the highest draw cards, you save the, the, the last, the best, but the schools, the highly elite schools, I think, is what really draws people from, um, you know, people across Sydney to Strathfields. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, you know. You've got Santa Sabina. You've got St. Pat's. Pat's. You've got uh, Mary Bashir. You've yep. got Meriden. You've got PLC that's around the corner. You've got Trinity that is in Strathfield as well. Mm-hmm. So you've got a very diverse selection, Del Monte, mm-hmm. um, off private schools, highly elite private schools that people are travelling 40 or 50 minutes to get to and they're all in Strathfield. Okay. So you've got schools, you've got transport. Um, yes, you've got ultra leafy, you know, really wide streets that you could zip around in, but also substantial homes, you yeah. know. It's surrounded by some of the most significant and substantial, uh, you know, assets or real estate in the inner west. So um, that's what I kind of wanted to ask you. You see a lot of the houses there and there's there's a few famous streets in Strathfield. I'm going to get into that next. But you see these houses, they're on massive blocks. Yes. You know, you're getting 1,000 square metres, 800 square metres. That's what it's known for, I, a substantial block. I yeah. still remember there was one, I think it was um, Burnham Grove. I think it was number 13, Burnham Grove. I think it had 650 square metres on it or, you know, it was even more than that. And you just have these massive lots of land that you could do so much, you know, potential development on there. I just sold one on Burnham Grove, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. so that was um, uh, a tick over 1,400 square metres and that sold for eight and a quarter million. Wow. Um, So it got a phenomenal outcome. Um, But... Having said that, you know, where else are you going to find the 1,430-square-metre parcel of land? Like, it's not very common. It's not your average run-of-the-mill stock that you'd find, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, in in the inner west. And I think that's one thing Straffel is certainly known for. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's substantial land size, you but know, it's, the, it's... land sizes, you know, the, the huge parcels. Um, are truly a rare offering, you know. It's not just the inner west, though, that it's really offering it, though. It's, you know, it's these large parcel of land and you're 20 minutes out of the city. Yeah, correct. I live 40 minutes away from the city. Yep. My parcel of land is 400 square metres, you know. yeah. I was lucky to get that parcel of land. However, in Strathfield, you can triple the size of it and build yourself a beautiful luxe home. Am I correct? Acreage, acreage in the inner west. Yeah, that's right. It's absolutely <laughs> awesome. So can you tell me some of the, you know, 
I don't want to say outrageous, but some of the amazing developments that you've seen in the Strathfield market. Tell me, you know, what are people doing there to either, you know, build their home, inflate the price of it and sell it at a top uh, at a top dollar? Or what are they doing, you know, what are they purchasing? What are they really after? Because some of the stuff there is just unreal. What have you seen that really stands out? Well, we sold a we sold a, a Tudor style home earlier on in the year um, for just a tick over seven million, and uh, only to find out that the people who bought it were knocking it down, and everyone couldn't believe that. That was actually in Newton Road, um, and uh, only weeks later, sold another one in for seven and a half, and they're knocking that down as well. So, people are spending seven seven and a half million dollars on just land. Wow. You know? Yes, there's a home on it, but having said that, they've only bought it from a land value perspective, right? They're knocking the home down. It could have been the best or the worst home in Stratford. It wouldn't have, you know, really phased them. They're buying it for the land. Um, wow. And they're probably going to invest another 6 or $7 million to build it. Um, so the total outlay there is probably, you know, just shy of $20 mil when you factor in holding costs and stamp duty and, the design elements and the interiors and all this sort and of stuff. And the DA and the consultancy and cost of materials going How up. long is a piece of string? The construction industry has gone through the roof, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, it's fair to say that both of those projects, once they're finished, you know, in excess of $15 million on the one property. And we haven't seen that price, not saying that there aren't homes of that calibre, but nothing, you know, has been marketed off that calibre. Um, at this stage, so the with, current suburb record is twelve point one million dollars. So with uh, you know, the suburb Strathfield, yes, and you know all these Lux homes, are people still able to you know get an entry level property? Um, are there apartments available, or is yeah. there anything that you know? Yeah, let's say one of our first home buyers really wants to benefit off the uh, proximity of Strathfield and look for an investment or something along the lines of that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I think Strathfield, like a lot of other suburbs, you know, the the density goes a tick higher when you get closer to the station. So mm-hmm. um, footsteps away from the station, what you'd find is the multi-residential um, dwellings, multi-storey dwellings, um, high-rises we like to call them. Yep. Um, and there's a bit of mixed to high density around the periphery of the station, mm-hmm. um, probably within a five to, say, 10-minute walk, so to speak. And I think once you get further into the suburb, you know, in the heart of Stratfield, it becomes – it transforms a little bit. It goes from, you know, uh, inner-city lifestyle to maybe somewhat more suburbia, so to speak. It, it, it kind of works like a sprawling city. Like when you w- look at CBD, Sydney CBD, you've got centre point in the middle and then it kind of sprawls out and then, you know, you move into your red ferns and then yeah. you move – and then yeah. you still yeah, got yeah, the height. Yeah. The higher buildings, but yeah. they start decreasing in size. They and then start it, decreasing in size, it's absolutely. It's the yeah. same as Strathfield. It's operating like a miniature city and it's yeah. just going out like that. Am I correct? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I think you've hit the nail on the head, mate. That's absolutely amazing. So there's one question I want to ask you, yes. and it's about a particular street in Strathfield because nobody's ever explained what this street is. It's called the Golden Mile, okay? <laughs> But oh, God. I, I don't know. I, I'm I, laughing because I didn't realize you were going to ask me that, no, but I, I should have picked it. I don't know. I don't know what the Golden Mile is. I don't know what street it's on. 
And how did it earn this nickname? You got you got to give me some insight onto this one. I got told, regardless of whether it's a true story or not, a mayor in Strathfield, probably about 50, 60 years ago, when the boulevard used to just be a gravel road and the horse and jockey used to go up and down the road, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the boulevard used to and still does till this day have a very presidential kind of, you know, uh, feel towards the name. And yeah. Mayor of Strathfield went yeah. up the boulevard one mile, yeah. hence the reason the Golden Mile, right, yeah. um, and laid uh, golden eggs. Um, funny story, yes, and that's what I and how I reacted uh, as uh, well. And and that's how it earned the name. Apparently so, apparently so. Um, and it probably goes up to about... Uh, Fairhome, Highgate Fairhomes, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the the square or the district. So it's not one street. No, it's no, no. like a block. Yeah, it's a block. It's an entire block. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking there was a street painted with gold. No, no. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's a common misconception. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's very funny. Whenever a property comes to market there, it's incredibly highly sought after. So we just sold one um, in, in Woodward Avenue mm-hmm. uh, in, in the Golden Mile, and I think that's – Probably the the 2023 record um, in the Golden Mile this year, and I sold that for six point eight million. Wow! Yeah. So, when you're approaching buyers who want properties, you know, within Strathfield, yes, how do you decipher their, you know, their priorities, what they actually want? You as an agent, how do you make sure that you put them in the right home for their personal situation. How do you, where do you get your information? Oh, you ask them, right? Yeah. And and when you meet them or when they call you, the first thing you want to ask them is what's your current situation like and mm. how are we are able to best help you. So we kind of try and, you know, pinpoint their needs and their wants mm. and find out what the demographic of home they're after, what's their buyer demographic, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the, we're able to, you know, having qualified them, we're able to categorise them into a specific home that best suits their needs because I think that's what it's all about, you know, trying to be able to help achieve their goals um, and best suit their needs, right? That's when you find you're, you're able to get the most reward out of that transaction. I'm not talking about a financial reward. I'm talking about, you know, a, a relationship that lasts for life and ends up turning into a friendship, you yeah. know? So I know for a fact, you know, I've even got personal friends that have dealt with you in the past. They come to you three, four, five times yeah. a year. They'll call you and they'll be like, hey, Tarun, what do you think of this? Or, hey, Tarun, yes. what do you think of that? That's right. We spoke a lot about the buyer. Yes. But they also call you from a seller's perspective. They call you and they say, hey, what can I do to improve my property or make it more attractive to be able to sell? Yeah. Because correct. a lot of people, you know, maybe they're looking to move out or maybe they're looking to upsize in Strathfield. Yes. So how, what conversation do you have to be able to improve a lot of land for someone to be able to sell to achieve that top price? Look, I think I, I feel that, you know, a lot of a lot of agents when they're giving advice, it's from a or I shouldn't say agents, I'll say a lot of professionals. Okay. <laughs> a lot of professionals when they're giving advice out to people, it comes from a vested interest, you know. How does my advice how is my advice going to then, you know, benefit me in the in the short term, right? But you've got to be always thinking the long term. You're going to deal with them for the next 20 or 30 years. And the point I'm trying to make is you want to do the right thing by them for life. And yeah. 
that's how you become their trusted advisor and hence the reason they continuously call you mm-hmm. back for advice. But I think the, the the best motto to follow is to have minimum input and maximum output when you're giving out that advice, right? And so the aim of the game is how do you maximise the efficiency of this property mm-hmm. is to be able to – there's no point of, you know, throwing in half a million to only get half a million dollars back. I, I think presentation is key. And I feel like the best way to achieve, you know, a, a premium outcome is to market the property and showcase it in its best light. I feel mm-hmm. like that's probably – that's the pertinent thing to take away from it. And I feel when you're giving out that advice, you have to, you know, kind of get that person to envision themselves being in the buyer's perspective or shoes and say to them, you know, if you address any concerns or eliminate any qualms that a buyer may have about the home – um, then there's less crosses and there's more ticks, right? And the more ticks you have towards a home, the more likely a buyer is going to be drawn towards that property or attracted towards that proposition. And I just feel that's when you get the most amount of interest in a home. And the higher their interest, the higher their outcome. Yeah. That's, it, I think that's imperative advice. And you touched on something there. You put the seller in the buyer's shoes and you kind of remind them, well, if you were a buyer, what would you have here? that would make you want to live here. Yeah. What convenience, what access, what features do you want throughout your home? And for me personally, it was always light. Try and show off as much natural light as possible because the more natural light that is within a home and the more windows and the more, you know, glass features that you have, and I'm talking about the design perspective now, I always feel like the house is larger. And I always feel like more welcoming. Um, yeah, it it just feels like a more um, homely, warm vibe, natural. Yep. As opposed to something else that you know, concrete's everywhere. You know how the like the Greeks and the Italians they used to build concrete as far as the eye can see. Yeah, yeah. People don't want that as much anymore. They yes. want their house to be ergonomic. Yeah. And at the same time, they want it to be efficient. Yeah. So, um, if somebody ever approaches me for improvements or something like that. I'm always, you know, trying to just say to them, this advice is general, but just try and make it as open as possible and yeah. just try and make people make sure people feel the warmth when they come in. Yeah. Because that's where I want to live. Yeah, that's right. I want to live somewhere that's a little bit more natural. And Strathfield does offer that experience because, as you said previously, the council does spend a lot of money on ensuring that it's still green, ensuring that the parks are still well-maintained, yeah. ensuring that, you know, the tra- the train stations are very well-kept. Like, I can jump on a train at Strathfield and I don't feel any danger or anything along the lines of that compared to other stations that I could potentially feel that in Sydney. So it's just you could see the investment back from this council. Would you agree with me? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All the parks are very well maintained, mate. Rangers are out on Sundays and public holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's ever going to park in your spot, am no I right? No one's ever going to park in our spot. That's right. So um, – They've got, you know, shuttle buses that go from, you know, one street to the other called the Straffle Connector. Straffle mm-hmm. Park's been, you know, uplifted significantly mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I think they're under uh, – the the park went – underwent a uh, – It went under big renovation, didn't it? Yeah, millions of dollars. I'm just trying to think think of the, the figure now and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was a million of do- millions of dollars worth mm-hmm. in reno spent. Unbelievable. And now it's just the most family-friendly park you'd ever see on Sunday, you know. Try to get a space there. It's like you you nearly need to book it out. That's amazing. So one thing that we've noticed in 2020, 2021, we noticed the prices went up 
Through the roof. Through the roof. Yes. 2022, we saw similar growth. 2023, the interest rates have affected, you know, quite a bit of New South Wales, but we're still seeing that high-level activity in your suburb. Correct. Is there a reason why Strathfield still continues to perform in comparison to other suburbs? Look, it's traditionally been known as a, you know, there's different terminologies people call it, resilient, performer, recession-proof, bulletproof. Um, but I think it comes down to simply when times are tough, not everyone has to sell. And because it's a mortgage stress-free environment, we call it, mm-hmm. um, not to say people don't have mortgages in traffic, yeah, yeah. that's inaccurate, <laughs> um, but it's mortgage stress-free. So, you know, it's not uh, – they're not heavily dependent on the banks. In turn, when the rates go up, um, you know, there aren't distressed sellers that are undergoing, you know, financial stress um, and having to – you know, force themselves to put their homes onto the market. So mm-hmm. when times get tough and there's a level of uncertainty um, and not a great uh, level of confidence in the market, I think people start to then shy away. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to shy away, which means the stock levels drop. And because it's always, you know, known for its highly sought after nature um, and strong appeal to the area, uh, the, the demand remains phenomenal. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what happens when in any commodity, right? When there's not enough bananas on the shelves, but everyone wants bananas, right? The prices up. go through the roof. Yeah. Um, so, I think a similar kind of you know analogy applies, or a comparison applies to the market in Strathfield. It, it just kind of reminds me of a blue chip share. So, a lot of people come to they approach me all the time and they say, "Hey, Joe, I need help with finance." I'm like, "Sure, what can I help you with?" And they're like, "Oh, I want to buy a stock." I'm like. That's not what I do. And they go, okay, but like I'm still interested in shares. And I go, the only thing I know about shares is something called blue chip, something like Apple, something like Nike, something like McDonald's. It always is steady or gross. Yeah. That's it. You don't see. It's not volatile. It's not volatile. It's not going to be something entry level or this market is hot right now. And then a few years later, it's down 30%. Correct. We've seen that in, you know, suburbs. Close to Strathfield, I'm not going to name names, <clears throat> um, down Parramatta Road. But, um, you know, I've seen property over there yeah. decrease in value by, you know, 20% yeah. because what happens is there's too many um, suppliers coming to the market and it didn't meet the demand. Yeah. Whilst what, what I've noticed the Strathfield Council does and the adjacent suburbs yeah. is they always make sure, no, this is our council. We're going to make sure that we let in a population or yep. we let in an enough amount of people that our suburb can handle. Yeah, and you correct. don't want to go somewhere, okay, hey, this has been overdeveloped now. This tra- all the roads are, tra- are clogged with traffic because we didn't anticipate that or we didn't anticipate the fact, that, oh, we've got another extra 10,000 people, they're going to need another 5,000 cars. So like, I- I'll always like the fact that Strathfield actually plans that compared to other places in Sydney. Absolutely. And would yeah. you agree with me? Like yeah. they, don't, they don't allow too much overdevelopment to occur at any one point in time. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, the development control plan, mm. the, the the regulations, you know, and the codes in our DCP mm. um, stipulate that, you know, they preserve the demographic of the area. Mm. And they don't want to make it too – they don't want to increase the density in in the inner suburbia. Mm-hmm. You'd notice that there's no duplexes um, permissible in Strathfield Council. Really? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Some duplexes have been, you know, constructed in Strathfield, but yep. they fall under, you know, the Canada Bay Council. 
um, they fall under Burwood Council. They'll fall, fall under surrounding councils on the the outskirts of Strathfield, mm-hmm. um, but you can't build a duplex because it'd ruin the demographic. You know, developers would have um, developer they would have overran Strathfield. Like it just the, the same thing. They would have run circles around the area. Yeah, yeah, correct. Belmore, Belfield, you'll see them, you'll see duplexes in Bellwood coming up now. Mm-hmm. So that does bring me to my next question. The last, on, I'm always looking at the finance side of everything, mm-hmm. right? Even though Strathfield isn't an overly leveraged suburb, but the last three interest rates have held. Yes. Inflation is coming down, thankfully. So yes. that possibly means, you know, things will come back to maybe, maybe normal. We'll see one day. Kind Some of level of normal, yeah. Don't know what normal is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but what do we see for the future of Strathfield? Do we see the prices continuing to go up? Do we see more, you know, potential? Man, I sold a property last week for just a tick over three point six million. Yep. And last year that sold for three three eight five. So same property, no capital improvements, not none whatsoever. So it still went up ten percent. Still went up thereabouts, yeah. Yeah. So it's still outperforming, infl- like the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. It's still absolutely operating still, in that it, space. It's still a, it truly is a resilient performer um, yeah. and a very very uh, resilient area. So if I'm a buyer and I'm looking to invest in Strathfield, okay, what advice would you say? Would you say go purchase something that's a little bit older, put a DA in, and renovate it? there's a good chance you could get a better return on it? Or would you tell them, hey, maybe you should enter the entry-level apartments, okay, go to the red bricks? What what advice would you say to a first-time buyer entering Strathfield? Well, I think the, the key in that um, is naturally what kind of price point they'd be comfortable with spending, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if they had a budget up to ten million, and it's that, very different. <laughs> it's very different to having a budget up to two or three. So it comes down to what their ambitions and desires are, and what they're hoping to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that you know, yes, there's value to be added when you when you buy a, a raw site or you know a, a home that is hasn't been approved, it's original property, selling close to the land value and then you you bulldoze it and you throw up a new joint. Yes, mm. of course, there's going to be a value add. And is it a good return on your investment? Absolutely. But is it what someone wants to do? Mm. The, the advice I give is, you know, derived off the basis of what they're wanting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some people want low maintenance, you know, apartment living and they don't want to have to mow the lawns <laughs> and, you know, a driveway to gurney every six months. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think there's an element of that, right? Yeah. And, yeah, there's there's all sorts of different propositions we have on offer. Um, Strathfield's a market that, you know, we do um, really well. We're the highest selling agency this year in terms of houses. That's our forte, um, you know, a niche that I've always specialised in. But now we've got a larger team, of course, tapping into different areas. We've sold the most houses um, in 2023 in Strathfield South, uh, in Belfields, in surrounding areas, in Cabarita. Um, and we're tapping into to different markets in the inner west, of course. Absolutely amazing stuff, mate. Tarun, where can our listeners find you if they're looking to, you know, invest in Strathfield or invest in property in adjacent markets? Um, they're able to give me a yell. Yep. Uh, my number is 0404-414-533. Otherwise, my office is located at 44 The Boulevard, Strathfield, yep. right in the heart of Strathfield next to the uh, the famous Commonwealth building that's been there for years. Yep. Um 
And Instagram, website? Instagram, yes. Uh, you're going to have to forgive me now. I don't know my Instagram off the top of my head. I, I know it it's... off the top of mine. It's tarun.stethy.mcgrath. <laughs> so you can find him I there. I didn't create the account. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh... And if you need any help with your home loan or if you need any finance options, you can always reach out to us at www.itsimple.com.au. You can also find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at It's Simple Finance. As always, my name is Joseph Dalwood. Thank you for trusting us with your property advice and thank you for listening in to The Finance Show with Joe.